0: You know what it is. This is your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spittin' Statistician, and you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And of course, big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates across the country and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world, making Fantasy Freestyle truly a global show so that I can help you win your leagues and win that cash. I got my boy Donnie Burns with me on the ones and twos. So hot that we sweat steam. We got a great show for you guys today. It's a Monday. We got to catch you up on stuff from the weekend. Everybody from Which Starters, I told you to play in DFS over the weekend. I hope you listen to me on Sunday, not so much on Saturday. We're going to talk with my man Donnie Burns about... Where we are in the NBA playoffs, who's, uh, you know, who's making steps, who's looking good, who do we have more confidence in moving forward? Also, this idea of Steve Kerr being out. For the Golden State Warriors and what that really means for the Warriors and their chase for another title, their second in three years. We also we got some great polls, okay? So first of all, you can follow us at FNTSY Radio. You can chime in on the polls right there that we have up on Twitter. And you could always follow and holler at your boy at spittin' speed. So here's some polls that we got up for today. First of all, If you listen to the show, you know that last week I asked you, who do you got to win the NBA title? Was it the Warriors or the field? This time we got a little remix on that question, okay? Is it the Warriors or is it the Cavaliers or is it the field? I want to see, to be honest, if the voters are consistent, if we get some of the same kind of data points that we got just last week or if for some reason people think differently. Also... I'm very excited because this week is the NFL Draft. So one of the things we're going to do every day this week is I'm going to spotlight a different position, and I'm going to tell you some of the people that you need to look for, some of the people that are going to get their names called early in the draft, and that really have an impact on you know the upcoming fantasy football season. We're going to get that started today with the running back position. So I got another poll question up there about florida state running back dalvin cook and his favorite sandwich i think you guys gonna find that pretty interesting we'll come on back to my starting line i'm getting the cypher and as always put the fun and functional sports radio i'm your boy dane martinez come on back to the fantasy freestyle on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network You know what it is. This is your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But check it out. If you're listening live, you can come on down and participate in the show, okay? All you got to do is holla at your boy, 844-843-6879. Also, though, if you're catching this on the flip side, anywhere you get your downloads, okay? Whether it be iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audioboom, Stitcher, Google Play, okay? So many ways to hear the Fantasy Freestyle. What you could also do is download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. This way you get everybody on the network. Greg Sussman, Jake Seeley, Benny Riccardi, Tony Sincata, Frankie Stanfield. Okay, and you get them all for free, okay? Fantasy Sports Radio Network, the first and only 24-7 radio station dedicated to Fantasy Sports, and you can get it for free. Of course, you could also get it on our Sports Byline Affiliates. So, yo, let me give a big shout out to Utah Okay, I know the jazz went down a little bit, but uh, in Odgen on 14.30 a.m., the KLO out there. In Price, Utah, 7.50 a.m., K-O-A-L. In Richfield, Utah, 9.80 a.m., KSVC. And, of course, in St. George, Utah, 14.50 a.m., Big shout out to all the listeners there. Let me give you uh, some news and notes in Major League Baseball as we get into my starting lineup. First thing I want to say, we talked about this on Friday show. Madison Bumgarner to the DL. Remember, he had a bike accident, had some, some rib injuries, left shoulder strain. That is his pitching shoulder. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit later on in the show when we put the fun and functional sports radio about the worst timing of a commercial ever in San Francisco. We'll do that a little bit later on in the show. Aaron Nola, Philadelphia Phillies pitcher, is headed to the DL. It looks like he's going to miss one or two starts with a back issue. Remember, we've been talking about this, especially as it relates to pitchers who don't start until every five days anyway. With this now new 10-day DL, I'm telling you, managers are putting pitchers on that DL just to like skip a start. They are gaming the system saving players from themselves. Watch. Aaron I bet, is going to come right back after that minimum DL set which is now only 10 days. The Los Angeles Angels have acquired David Hernandez from the Atlanta Braves. Okay, um, I think this move is because they need an experienced arm in the bullpen. You know, Cam drosian has gone. Houston Street's gone. The Angels are pretty much looking for anything. So they went and acquired David Hernandez from the Braves. It looks like he will be on their major league roster. I told you also on Friday that Shelby Miller was going to have an MRI on his forearm. Yeah, well, that came back, and he is headed to the disabled list. Okay, this, I think, is going to be a little bit longer than those 10 days that we're talking about. Shelby Miller and the team was concerned. So he's going to the DL with that forearm issue. As long as you don't hear, like I said, the worst, the three most hated words in all of sports Dr. James Andrews. That could be next. We'll check that out also. Yoannis Cespedes, remember he was missing time with the hamstring. It looks like he will be back for uh, the Mets next game. They start a series tomorrow at home against the Braves. Joanna Cespedes should be back in the middle of the Mets lineup. And also, we got a few Red Sox knees to look at. A few Red Sox are day-to-day. Dustin Pedroia, day-to-day with a knee injury. Pablo Sandoval, also day-to-day. Sandoval is going for an MRI. All right. Let's get into this, okay? Because remember, I give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And on Friday's show, I gave you all the pitchers you needed to target all weekend. And as always, on the Fantasy Freestyle, we hold speeds accountable, okay? So it's not like I'm just throwing out random stuff. If I didn't do well, I let you know about it, okay? But Friday, I did just fine. On Friday, I told you that I was not worried about Cole Hamels, even though that there was weather in that game down in Texas. There were, like, tornado warnings. And here's the deal. When there's rain, it's all good if they delay the start and then the pitcher gets to go. What you don't want is them to be a rain delay in the middle because then when the pitcher has like an hour, hour, 20-minute delay, they're not coming back out. Then you get two innings pitched, and that's no good. That's not going to help you win that cash, right? But I said you could ride out Cole Hamels on Friday. I liked him. What did he do? Eight innings pitched. One earned run, four strikeouts. He got you a quality start and the win. So that's your boy Speed, the spitting statistician, holding you down. On Saturday, though, I got to admit, I gave you a few guys, and they didn't perform well. I told you I kind of like Matt Boyd. And he only went four and a third innings. So that was not going to get you a win. That was not going to get you a quality start. And that's the issue with some of these young guys that have innings limits or they have a cap. You know, these guys are getting babied so much right now. So I acknowledge that with these young studs that are coming up, you may not want to have them. Remember, the same goes for Jordan Montgomery out there with the Yankees. I don't think they're going to go long enough to qualify for the win or the quality start. I should have told you that on Friday. I told you I liked two of my guys that were going on Saturday. They didn't do that well. Charlie Morton only went five, gave up five earned runs, struck out six. Eh. Robbie Ray, five and a third innings. He did get the win and struck out six, continuing that more strikeouts than innings pitch. you got to like that K ratio. But hopefully instead of listening to me, you just enjoyed a nice little Saturday. You know, Home Depot, you don't know what you have enough time for. But on Sunday... That's when you should have listened to speeds. I liked Studs up at the top. I liked you, Darvish bouncing back after his worst outing of the season with eight innings pitched. Striking out eight. Got a quality start and the win. And also Marcus Stroman. I liked Stroman. He threw his second straight complete game yesterday going nine innings. Only giving up a run. Striking out five. Quality start and the win. So let's turn the page and look at today. There are two starters that I like. And if you listen to Tony Sincotta, if you listen to Benny Riccardi last hour on the DFS lineup lock, there's one place where I agree with them and one where I don't. I'm riding with Francisco Liriano tonight against the Angels. I think that that first start that he had where he wound up with an ERA of 135, I think you're still getting a discount in price because of those numbers being inflated. I like him against the Angels. I like him because Jesse Chavez is who he's pitching against. Chavez has a 5-plus ERA. In that lineup, there's really nothing except Mike Trout to navigate. Give me Francisco Liriano. I like the K upside. Remember, Russell Martin is his catcher there. He's one of my guys. I like Liriano tonight at 8,400. If you want to go down a little bit, though, I like Amir Garrett at 7,700. This guy has been a beast. And each start, he's gotten better and better as the season has gone on. His first start, six innings pitched, four strikeouts. Second start, six and two. Thirds innings pitched, five strikeouts. Last time out... Went 7 and struck out 12. I like that he's against Matt Garza tonight, who is making his first start of the year. And despite the fact that they're in Milwaukee, and that is a hitter's ballpark, it's no different from him leaving Cincinnati to go to Milwaukee. That's not a big change. And I do like that the Milwaukee Brewers strike out a ton. So uh, put me down for Amir Garrett and 10 strikeouts, I believe. But, you know, I'm just speeds. Who says you got to listen to me, right? One thing I've been telling you about as we continue on the starting lineup, I've been talking all season long about how this leadoff hitter revolution is taking place. And I got a couple of stats to back that up. Okay, First of all, I thought it was funny. I dug up an old quote from a, an, a, an issue of Sporting Life in 1898. They said back in the 1800s, quote unquote, it is customary to have a small active fellow who can hit, run, and steal bases and also worry a pitcher into a preliminary base on balls as a leadoff hitter. That is not really the case anymore. Okay, I'm telling you, there are a ton of managers right now who are going a different route. Look, Brian Docher as a leadoff hitter, Carlos Santana, Kyle Schwarber, Jose Batista as a leadoff hitter. And there's a lot of people doing this right now, including, say, the Astros with George Springer. Okay, Manager A.J. Hinch has even said, and I quote, some of the stereotypes that come with is this leadoff hitter a small scrappy on base machine looks different. I'm sending up six foot 6'3", 225-pound George Springer. It might look different, but what we're after is scoring the most runs and putting your most dangerous hitters at the top of the lineup to get the most at-bats is an effective way of doing that. Let me tell you also, the leadoff hitters last year had 10% of the home runs in all of Major League Baseball. 9% of the ribbies. In all of Major League Baseball. Highest ever home run total. Highest ever ribby total. Highest ever slugging percentage. Highest ever isolated power totals ever in the history of baseball. Second highest on-base for slugging totals in the history of baseball. Fourth highest total bases in the history of baseball. You know what, though, was last year? The 55th highest total in stolen bases. The 58th highest total in runs. This is really an evolution that is happening. And I got to tell you the truth. Here's what it comes down to. You can't steal a base if you can't get on base. That's really what it comes down to to me. Look at a guy like Billy Hamilton. He may have 57, 55, 60 steals, but if he's only getting on base at 27% of the time, that is not helping you out, people. This evolution is going to continue. Even a guy like Buck Schult- Showalter, who's kind of as traditional and by the book as possible, has said, the more you look at it, the more you realize that the conventional way of looking at leadoff hitters may not be the right way. We're going to keep talking about this all season long. But when we come back, we're going to get into the cypher. We're going to talk NBA playoffs with my boy Donnie Burns. We're going to talk NFL draft and a whole lot more. So come on right back. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician. And you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, and you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Just want to give you a quick update. The Chicago Cubs are all over Chad Cool, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Have already scored four runs in the top of the first. The defending world champions doing big things in that divisional matchup in the NL Central. We're about to get into the cypher, though. You know how we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, the Spittin' Statistician. If you want to holler this hour, you can at 844-843-6879. Of course, we got those poll questions up at FNTSY Radio at Spittin' Speeds if you want to be a part of the conversation. Like I said, though, draft is this week on Thursday starting from Philadelphia. So we're going to be talking about, you know, the draft process a bunch this week. So, uh, you know, some news and notes from around the NFL. Julius Peppers, excuse me, not Julius, Jabril Peppers, failed his combine drug test, okay, similar to Ruben Foster, the linebacker out of Alabama. But Jabril Peppers, I think the bigger question with him is really what position is he going to play? I do think that this failed drug test may push him out of the first round. Ian Rappaport for NFL Network is reporting that Adrian Peterson and – the new orleans saints are very close to making a deal uh, for his services i'm hearing the number of about three million being thrown around i gotta tell you though it's got to be real humbling for adrian peterson i know he went on a big tour and i was telling you guys before that i wonder what money he's looking for right and if he has to settle for three million remember rex burkhead is getting more than that from the new england patriots offensive tackle jake long has retired after a nine-year career, the former number one overall pick of the Miami Dolphins. He was a pro bowler his first four seasons, and then injuries really got in the way. Also, remember I was telling you guys, a $3 million deal for Rex Burkhead? They also shined Mike Gillisley to an offer sheet. The Buffalo Bills needed to match. They did not match the offer sheet, so Mike Gillisley is now a Patriot. I wonder what that means for my man, LGBT rights, LeGarrette, blunt, because now the musical chairs game needs to continue. We don't know where he was going to be. Like I said, though, a lot of smoke screens the week of the draft. What's going to happen with Malcolm Butler and the Saints? I'm now hearing that the Saints want to keep all of their draft pick. I'm hearing everybody from number one in Cleveland all the way down to number six with the Jets. Everybody, apparently, is drafting UNC quarterback Mitchell Trevinsky. We'll see. I'm also hearing news that, you know, they're talking about this Jimmy Garoppolo trade. They're now saying, the Patriots, that this is not going to happen. We shall see. As we keep it moving, though, in the cypher, I want to bring in my boy, Donnie Burns. I told you, Donnie, you're what? You're the love doctor. You're also my NBA correspondent here on the Fantasy Freestyle Big weekend we had in the playoffs. I think, listen, we had Russell Westbrook going off, getting more triple doubles. But then I don't know if you saw the reporter kind of asking him, like, why the bench struggles when Russell's not Mm -hmm. in. And he was just basically— He wanted no part of that. He wanted no part of it. And he kind of shielded, I think, Steven Adams from answering. It was just like, yo, I got this. It reminded me, to be honest, of only a couple years ago when Durant and Westbrook Mm -hmm. were together. Yep, very similar. And the idea of, like, whatever Mark Cuban said, that he wasn't an elite all-star kind of talent. and, and, And Durant was like, I got this to kind of help his boy Westbrook. It really reminded me of Westbrook doing the same thing in that press conference. I also, listen, we were talking, were the Cavaliers broken? Are we worried about them? All this stuff. Well, they're the only team so far that is already in the second cool round sweep. with a 4 nothing sweep of the Indiana Pacers. You know, also... Listen, a lot of people left the Celtics for dead. You know, if you remember a couple weeks ago, people on this poll tweeted that the Celtics were the team they were most worried about. Well, two things have happened. One, they've gotten their bearings back a little bit. Two, Rajon Rondo is now out with a hand injury uh, for the Bulls. And the uh, Celtics have come all the way back. So I would love to get your thoughts on that, Donnie Burns. Also then steve kerr back issue missing games like how how bad does your back have to be for you to not be able to coach and what impact might this have on the golden state warriors and their quest and then obviously we got a huge game five toronto and milwaukee tonight in toronto up in the six when we put the fun and functional sports radio done we're going to be talking a little bit about what milwaukee did to kind of troll the raptors all weekend long when they were in milwaukee some interesting things going at it but I don't know. What do you want to talk about, Donnie? Westbrook, the Cavs, Boston coming back, the Steve Kerr thing. Yeah, How do you feel? How do you, get you feel about these playoffs? These? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, thing, yeah.
1: The, the thing with the Celtics is, because we mentioned this a bunch on the show, here's my thing with the Celtics. I actually did have them left for dead. Right. But the thing that they could do very well is defend. They have four guys that can defend pretty much almost any position with the exception of Isaiah Thomas. They have Avery Bradley who could pretty much guard sure. one through three. And I think if they can hit the three-pointer – that's why they've, they've been doing so well, obviously Rondo being out. But the Celtics are, have always been known for decent defense, and they've been playing really well, and now they're hitting their shots. So there's one on that. One game I do really want to talk about sure. is the, the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Yeah. They're, they're on their way back to San Antonio yeah. after a Grizzlies. I, it Overtime a win, right? It was a buzzer beater. Marc Gasol. Hall. Him and Conley have been playing real well. Man. Yeah.
0: I- Remember we talked about Conley, right? How he was a good guy Love giving Conley. away all those ticket, uh, giving away all those tickets, never got a tech in his career. He really there was a stretch in one of those games where uh I think it was game three though, where Kawhi Leonard and Conley were just going really back to back. You know, just at each other as though it was almost like an all-star game. You know, it was Conley down one end and then Kawhi doing ridiculous, like, fadeaway jumpers really in the fourth quarter of that game. I believe it was on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and I don't know about you, and I just got a kind of quick question for you. Sure, later. With the exception of that 20-point win the Spurs had in Game 1, who do you have coming out of this series? Because a lot of these games have been fairly close
0: yeah no I hear you I do think eventually that, that the uh, that the cream will rise to the top and that the spurs will in fact move on the only we talked about this going into the playoffs. I told you I was looking at the three, six series mm-hmm. that I thought there could be some upsets, right? If Russell put them on his back, I thought that was the potential. But Houston looks really good. They're hitting their shots, you know. And then I told you the other series I was interested in in the East was the three versus the six, this Milwaukee-Toronto. This Milwaukee-Toronto series, I think, is very, very interesting. I think tonight is a huge game. I'm going to tell you something. If the Bucks up there in Toronto, if they win tonight, I think it's a wrap. Really? Yeah. If the Bucks win tonight, I don't think Toronto's going to be able to come back in Milwaukee and, uh, you know, and enforce a yeah, game. Yeah, I seven. do
1: kind of agree with you there because I think, I don't know if it was last game or the game before, They at one point they were shooting like three for 21. The, exactly. To Toronto. And I haven't seen them do that in a while. I think that they won one of their games with like 84 points or something like that, which they are 87. They're known to score a decent amount of points, and that's just mm-hmm. not very, you know, toronto raptors like
0: for sure for sure and so what we got up as a poll right now donnie is uh who will win the nba title um you know the options are the warriors the Cavs, or anybody else like taking the field i put this up something uh you know um a derivative of this last week and 47 percent had the warriors and 53 percent had the field well something has changed because now Right now on the poll, and it may be different, right now 49% say the Warriors, 29% say the Cavs, and 22% say any and everybody else. Um I would be in this 49% repping Golden State regardless of Steve Kerr. Where do you fall Yeah, i Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm in the same boat. The only, I think, thing you can make an argument about is last year they had Luke Walton sitting in right. for Steve Kerr. Well, Mike Brown, Who's, though, is yeah, an yeah, NBA Mike Brown is ve- a Very, very viable coach. But, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. The Warriors look real great with or without Kevin Durant.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, so keep on answering at that poll at FNTSY Radio, at Spit and Speeds. We're going to talk tomorrow. Donnie, I'm excited. I'm going to have a couple guests tomorrow. We're going to be talking a little NBA, so I hope you're ready, Donnie. Of We're going to have some guys. Always We're going to be in. talking NBA. We're going to be talking about all the stuff we've been talking about all year. We're going to give you a little pre- playoff preview. And I'm going to want to get into um, the impact that Steve Kerr and a coach would have for a, an elite team like – the Golden State Warriors, remember when uh, You know, we thought LeBron was basically the coach of the Cavs anyway all last year. But to keep it moving here in the cipher, I told you we're going to focus on the NFL draft, which starts on Thursday. And we're going to take a look here at the running back position, okay? So um, I'm going to give you a little preview of a couple guys who are going to have their uh, names called early. Some names you know, some names you might not know. Let me get the easy stuff out of the way, okay? Leonard Fournette, you may have heard of Leonard Fournette. He wears number seven for LSU because he reps the 7th Ward in New Orleans. This guy coming out of high school was thought of as like a next generation type prospect. He thought there were comparisons to Adrian Peterson. And this guy did lead the nation in broken tackles. He broke 85 tackles. This guy is not a speed guy. He's an in-between-the-tackles guy. So if you're in a PPR league, I'm telling you this is not the fit for you. I think the comp here... He's kind of a Todd Gurley type, okay. That would be my that would be my com- comparison there. Both SEC guys, both in between the tackles guys, both guys that are not going to catch passes necessarily, but can really break tackles and be that kind of first and second down back that a lot of teams are craving. Another guy you're going to need to hear. This guy is like kind of the opposite, okay. And I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey may be a name that you remember. This guy is the son of former Denver Broncos wide receiver Ed McCaffrey. This guy is the other side. Okay, This guy is the mismatch in the slot. This guy is the running back out of the backfield. This guy is the speed, acceleration, change of pace back. This guy is a complete beast coming out of Stanford. He is also, both of these guys are going to be top, I don't know, top 15 picks. The only difference, though is I believe this guy is more like a Marshall Falk type, okay? This guy, uh, McCaffrey, he fits into the NFL of 2017. Leonard Fournette, honestly, in my opinion, Speeds is here to tell you, might be a dinosaur. If you want to compromise, though, might I suggest Dalvin Cook? Dalvin, I don't know if you guys remember. Remember the old, like, ice hockey games for Nintendo where you had to pick a fat guy, a skinny guy, and a medium guy? Well, Leonard Fournette is the fat guy. Christian McCaffrey is the skinny guy, and Dalvin Cook is the medium guy. This is a guy who is very elusive, gets yards after, after the catch out of the backfield, but is still this kind of north-south downhill runner. Okay? This is a guy that, um, really is explosive, okay, and can do these things out of the backfield. I'm going to give you a couple of other running backs when we come back from break, and we're going to talk about something that you may not know about Dalvin Cook from Florida State and his diet, okay? That's another poll question that we have up, but I'm telling you, these big three backs that you're going to hear early in round one on Thursday, think about them as the old ice hockey guys, okay? Leonard Fournette is the big guy. Christian McCaffrey is the little skinny guy, the quick guy. And Dalvin Cook is that medium kind of do-it-all back. We're going to talk more about Dalvin Cook and two other running backs and a sleeper that I think are really important to know as we go into the NFL draft. We'll do that when we come back. All right, this is your boy, Dane Martinez, Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. A new flavor in your ear. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. You're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And, of course, on all our sports byline affiliates around the country. And with the American Forces Radio Network, all of our service men and women who's looking for a little taste of home around the globe. I'm so happy to provide it to you here on the Fantasy Freestyle. So let's get back into these running backs that are coming out of the draft. I told you, if you ever played the old ice hockey game from regular Nintendo, you had to pick your lineup, and they were like these fat guys who can like they could not run that fast, but they would hip-check you, and they were, you know, bruisers. Then there were like these fast, skinny guys. And then there were these medium guys you would have to use to build your roster. Well, I'm telling you, Christian McCaffrey is the skinny, elusive guy here in this NFL draft. Leonard Fournette is your big bruising between the tackles, first and second down back. And Dalvin Cook is really your kind of do-it-all guy Um, I think he's going to thrive in this NFL of 2017, coming out of Florida State. Interesting to note, though, about Dalvin Cook. Donnie, the man loves peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because his grandma used to make them for him all the time. Do you like peanut butter and jelly? I do like peanut butter and jelly. Nice. So it got me thinking. It got me thinking about, you know, peanut butter sandwiches and what's the best kind of peanut butter sandwich. So I have a poll question up. Is it peanut butter and jelly? Is it peanut butter and honey? Is it peanut butter and banana or is it peanut butter and Nutella? And right now, I kid you not, this poll is getting more you know, more votes than a lot of polls on the Fantasy Freestyle. And right now, most people got peanut butter and jelly. Okay, 72% say peanut butter and jelly. 12% say peanut butter and banana. 9% peanut butter and Nutella. And 7% peanut butter and honey. And I must admit, I have some write-in votes here right now. Okay, Fantasy Shed out there. Big props to him and Bruce Kenderson. They have both said, What about fluff? Peanut butter and fluff. I don't ride with that, but it seems like people out there do love it. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. I mean, maybe that's what's leading Dalvin Cook to be a first round pick. There are two other running backs that I want to talk about real quick. One is Alvin Kamara. These are two guys, or actually three guys, that I want to touch on. That might be sleepers. That might be later on that you need to have an eye on. Because if they wind up in a good situation, you might want to take a look at them for next year in your fantasy football. The first is Alvin Kamara out of Tennessee. This guy is elusive. This guy can catch out of the backfield. Here's the issue with him. Durability. This guy only had 15 or more touches five times in his college career. So I don't know if he's ready to withstand the, the, the rigor of the NFL. But if he gets into the right situation where they use him right, Alvin Kamara is a stud, especially in PPR leagues. Then there's a guy, Joe Mixon. This is a running back out of Oklahoma. Okay, this guy is known as potentially a first round talent. Here's the issue: he is now he was not invited to the combine and is off many teams' draft boards because he has a um, a domestic violence issue um, in court right now. There's charges against him, and a lot of people just don't want that kind of character on their draft board. You may remember uh, Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver slash running back against from the Kansas City Chiefs also had, also had, um, these kind of issues. Um, and he slid all the way to the fifth round. So Mixon you know, may be a first round talent, but may slide all the way down. You had something to add on this here? Nope. Sounds not. Burns sometimes is my big NFL guy. The only other guy I want to talk to you about, this is a big-time sleeper, James Conner, running back out of Pittsburgh. Okay, This is a guy who was a stud for two years at Pittsburgh, then had lymphoma, and actually came back from lymphoma to have a productive senior year. This is a guy that you know will kind of battle through anything and I think was an elite running back at the college level on Pittsburgh. So take an eye, keep an eye on James Conner, Joe Mixon, and Alvin Kamara, three guys who may not go in the first round that may be able to help out your fantasy team moving forward. You know what else can help your fantasy team? And this is your fantasy baseball team. Signing up for the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package. It's your ultimate bench coach for the 2017 season. Stay ahead of the pack with our in-depth statistical breakdowns, trend analysis, and player in Insights, Become a waiver wizard. Learn how to scan the numbers like a roto scientist. We help you set the ideal lineups every week. And this season, you get a built-in fantasy training staff with our new injury advisor, powered by InsideInjuries.com. Get the RotoExperts.com exclusive edge in-season fantasy baseball package now and start soaring to the top of the standings. And. If you enter promo code free Radio at checkout, you get a special discount. How about that? Giving you everything you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And this is all for free if you download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Or if you listen here every day, Monday through Friday from seven to eight PM. It'll be your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician. I told you, I told you about what running backs to look at tomorrow. Tomorrow we're gonna to look. We're gonna look at the quarterbacks. You've heard of Deshaun Watson, Mitch Trubisky, things like that. We're gonna get into that a little bit tomorrow. Hey, Donnie Burns. Now is when we put the fun in functional sports radio. Here's what I want to ask because we we were talking about the Raptors and the Bucks, right? And right now, you should also know early in the second period, the Raptors are all over the Milwaukee Bucks. They are up by 11 right now, 38 to 27 in that game in. Uh, In Toronto right now. Donnie Burns, though, we got a couple of audio clips to play, if that's all right. Are you there, my man? He's here. He's back. So I don't know if you saw this, but the Milwaukee Bucks were trolling the Toronto Raptors all weekend long. Okay? So we're going to see if we got some audio from that. But first, you know, I know my boy Benny Riccardi is a sneakerhead. Okay, And he cares about the sneakers. Well, the UNC football team, they just heard that as a jump man school, they're getting some new cleats. So we got two audio, and then I want to hear, Donnie Burns, which one you think is better. Which one are we going to go with first, Donnie?
1: Let's go with the UNC first.
0: Sure, I think that sounds good. This is uh, UNC head coach announcing to the team that they got some new cool cleats. Let's hear this. Now,
1: one of the uh, benefits of being a uh, Jordan school now, a jump man school, in your metal lockers? You all get these
0: retro eleven. Locks. Yo, Donnie, they went absolutely bonkers. The video, you need to watch it with the video. The video is the best part. If, if 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 you guys, it's on my it's on my Twitter timeline right now at Spitting Speeds. Okay, these guys go absolutely bonkers. That was great. because they get these new Jumpman cleats, which is cool. And I know Benny Riccardi would love it. I went back and forth with Twitter on him. He said that that's a reason to sign with UNC if you're getting recruited in multiple places. So that's one thing, okay? But, yo, in the games in Milwaukee, when introducing, when introducing the Toronto Raptors, okay, they played Toronto Raptors theme music, and it was only the first of a bunch of things they did all weekend. Check out the music playing in the background when they introduced the Raptors in Milwaukee over the weekend. Let's hear that, Donnie.
1: And at the other guard from Villanova, 6 on number seven, Kyle Lowry. The head coach for
0: Toronto is Dwayne Casey. Yo, so that was a little Barney action. A little Barney, a little I love you, you love me. I don't know if that throws anybody off. Remember, over the football season, we were talking about it. Like, does it throw you off if the opponent has no shirt on when it's 10 degrees outside? Or if they're trolling you with the songs they play? But this is a little, this is creative. I think this is interesting. But let me tell you something, Donnie. They did not stop there. The next game, what they did, they had like this faux dunk contest where they had like an eight year old girl and she went up to dunk, but she first was kicking an inflatable Barney I did mascot. See that. Absolutely crazy. And then on social media, they got the Milwaukee Bucks mascot doing trivia questions. He asked, What's the difference between the Raptors and a dollar bill? The answer, you get four quarters out of a dollar bill. Wow, oh, jeez. <laughs> they also said, What's the difference? Why don't the Toronto Raptors have a website? the answer cuz they can't string 3w's together www they're really going it they're that, going huh? hard and also and also they ask what's the difference between the toronto raptors and a possum they said nothing they both play dead at home uh, and get killed on one, the road
1: I like, I like that one that is nuts right one.
0: but yo right now the raptors are answering back they are up 43-30 on the milwaukee bucks midway through the second up there in the 6 in toronto uh so Donnie I guess my question is which audio did you like better the UNC like the, football team or the Barney background I'm
1: gonna go with the UNC not just because I was watching the video just every, everyone was genuinely happy about that and I like the trolling the Bucks are doing but like the Bucks haven't been really anything special I mean they have this year but like years past right come like who are now. they yeah, who on, are they to, to troll, troll other teams like
0: I hear you I hear you although okay. I will tell you this Donnie and I think we're gonna talk about this maybe tomorrow tomorrow when I got my boys Hove and Ken the t- double K Ken Kirby on air with me. Um, imagine what these bucks would be like if Jabari Parker was healthy. Yeah, we were actually
1: talking about not right? the control room. They'd be scary. So, I mean, I they're mean, great now. but I'm talking about like scary. in one or two years, yeah.
0: like who is, you know, I mean, obviously if Jordan Hay- if Gordon Haywood signs with the Celtics and blah, 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 blah. But these bucks are on the come up. And, and I would have laughed at that idea, Amir, like two years ago when Jason Kidd came over there to start the team. You know, they are now bringing Greg Monroe and his max salary off the bench.
1: Yeah. I thought it was kind of a a stupid little ploy to bring over Jason Kidd, but it's worked out really well. And the Bucks, like you said, if they had Jabari Parker, they'd be even scarier.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So check this out. Don, check this out. I had had a commercial that was up, but it looks like it has officially been pulled from the internet. And I think that was a good decision. There's a Ford F-150 commercial out there right now. Okay. And um, it stars Madison Bumgarner okay it's be it's airing out there in San Francisco starring Madison Bumgarner but the funny part is as you know Madison Bumgarner just had a biking accident and you know sprained his shoulder uh damaged his ribs and he's going to miss some time he's going to miss some time they say he's missing about you know 6 to 8 weeks but Check out this commercial that is now airing or just started to air in San Francisco. Can you play that for me, Donnie?
1: What Madison Bumgarner does on his day off is anyone's guess. But you can bet it probably involves his Ford F-150 with a game-changing aluminum alloy body. Its body panels won't rust like other trucks. And it really cleans up nicely perfect. Ford F150, the official truck of Madison Bumgarner.
0: So, I don't know, I don't know, Don, if they were just like Not sensitive to this. If they aired the commercial, they shot the commercial first. I don't know if Madison Bumgarner got hurt filming this commercial, but it's like BMX bike clips. And if you're a Giants fan, this really got to piss you off, right? Knowing that Madison Bumgarner, your Cy Young, you know, perennial stud, just got hurt and is going to miss two months because of a biking accident. Now I got to turn on the TV and talk about what Madison Bumgarner does on his off day and have BMX bikes in the commercial. I don't know. You think they should pull this ad,
1: Donnie? I I don't know. I, we were talking, I was talking about this with my friends the other day. Yeah, you, got, you have to be sensitive to some of these players having lives outside of baseball. I mean, you can get her playing golf. You really can. Sure. And a lot of these guys go out Remember, play golf. Remember, Dustin Johnson so fell down the stairs of the Masters. It's, it's got a slippery out. slope. You got, you're you're going to have to have your front office and managers have specific things in contract. Don't they have that in the contract, though? Right. Like, I don't know if it has specifically in Madison Bumgarner. I mean, what, listen,
0: if they, measure the, the, if they can measure the density of the urine... Then they've got to own you. Remember, this is the Giants, right? These are the San Francisco Giants. They're doing all sorts of urine density measurements. You got to think they were smart enough to put these kind of extracurricular things in the contract.
1: They have to at this point because Mad Bum is uh, their
0: guy. Mad Bum is their ace. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got one more thing for you, Donnie, as we put the fun in functional sports radio. You know, we've been talking a lot about this Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight, but I got to ask you, I got two other boxers. Who I think are facing some interesting situations. And I want to know who would you rather be here? First of all, Canelo Alvarez, who on May 6th will be fighting Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., he is being sued for eight million dollars by his former trainer, a man named Tuto Zabala. Okay? Saying that, um because like he was their trainer and that Golden Boy, like, stole them, right? So uh like would you rather be getting sued for $8 million or would you rather be Adrian Broner who was uh, pulled over in his truck that was littered with bullet holes because he was in Kentucky and got shot at out the club and now got pulled over, you know, was getting shot at? I don't know. Which one would you rather be? When we come back from break, we're going to talk about this a tiny bit more. And we're also going to check in on this peanut butter action with Dalvin Cook okay so all that and more when we come back I'm your boy Dane Martinez aka the spitting statistician you're listening to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network we're going to tie a nice little bow would you rather be Canelo or Broner and uh, what's your favorite peanut butter sandwich we're going to come back at the end of the show and discuss that before Fantasy First Look comes your way on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network I'm your boy Dane Martinez and you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network know what it is. This is your boy Dave Martinez, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, and you're listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, big shout out to all our sports byline affiliates across the country, and with the American Forces Radio Network around the world with our servicemen and women. Looking for a little taste of home, and Donnie Burns and Speeds are here to give it to you. So, Donnie, what would you rather be? Adrian Broner, who's getting shot at and pulled over, or Canelo Alvarez, who's getting sued for $8 million by his former trainer?
1: I'd probably have to go with Adrian Broner. I actually saw the he's a problem, I hear. Yeah, I saw the video. He actually once once he got stopped, he was yelling about how he's rich and stuff. Right, right. So I it's feel all like good. Canelo can dish out that money. I honest. guess so. Like I I'd guess rather so. not be getting shot at. Too. All <laughs> right.
0: Video. Fair enough. And then I give a quick trick of our polls before we get into Fantasy First Look, which is coming your way next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Of course, my man Frankie Stamfel, Mikey Florio, and the fantasy Jesus, Joe Galena. They're going to come your way in a couple of hours, keeping it moving from 8 to 10. They're talking big things. So we asked first who do you have, the Warriors, the Cavs, or the field? Right now, 50% of you say the Golden State Warriors. I guess they don't care if Steve Kerr needs to be there or not. And 29% of you like the Cavs, and 21% of you are taking the field. Interesting, I asked this question, Warriors of the field last week, and 47% of you had the Warriors. Now 50%, so maybe we like the Warriors' chances better without Steve Kerr. But in the main question, Dalvin Cook loves his peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, first of all, big shout-out to the over 125 people that have already voted on this in the last hour 72% of you like peanut butter and jelly 12% say peanut butter and banana 9% say peanut butter and Nutella 7% say peanut butter and honey big shout out to the multiple write-in votes that are saying peanut butter and fluff but I got to tell you anybody sticking with the fantasy sports radio network my man Mike Florio he says peanut butter sucks so I'm going to tell you, you need to keep tuning in to Fantasy First Look and then call in 844-843-6879 and tell Mikey Florio why he is absolutely out of his mind. And then tell me about it tomorrow on the show. I'll be back 7 to 8 p.m. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician. I got my guest talking NBA basketball tomorrow. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. ooh!